and welcome to another episode of Soul Searcher with Natalie Brown. Today I'm joined by the lovely Deb Taylor of Soul Logic. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here and today we're going to be talking about QHHT, which is quantum healing hypnotherapy technique. And um, Deb is a QHHT practitioner. She's completed her level three, and which is actually a master level, with Julia Cannon, and that's Dolores Cannon's daughter. So I'm really excited to have you here because not only are you a QHHT practitioner, but you're also a, an incredible yogi at heart. <laughs> you know, teaching yoga, doing yoga, living yoga, and breathing mm. yoga really, um, in every way. And you also teach breath work and you're also an Ayurvedic practitioner. Yeah. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So um, glad you're here. Kia ora, thank you. It's <laughs> good to be here chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about your passion and your passion, you said to me, you, you guide people to an understanding that there is a divine guru and teacher within all of us. And that yeah. was just so beautiful when you mm -hmm. said that to me. So yeah. let's jump right in and tell me about QHHT. What is it and why do people come for QHHT? People come to QHHT sessions for many, many reasons. Like it is quantum. So it's not only for healing. It's not only for answers. It's for absolutely anything. Many people come, well to start with, it was getting a lot of people coming that are on the spiritual journey and just feel like they need that next level up. Um, is to open that door even wider open and something that meditation maybe for 10 years hasn't been able to achieve and then they get there and they're suddenly able to understand that duality of the human self yeah you know of having this ego and having this higher self um so first of all, maybe I'll explain what this higher self is because we'll be talking about that quite a lot. Um, most QHHT practitioners call it the SC, meaning the subconscious, as that's what Dolores Cannon always referred to it as. Um, so this is this part of yourself that's the great all-knowing, that has all the answers. That's the Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, if anyone's familiar with that beautiful Kundalini mantra of that divine wisdom and teacher within this is your your subconscious and it is quite different to how psychologists and doctors may refer to the subconscious so that's the part of the mind that we work in work with in the second part of the hypnosis part of qhht mm. so and I actually first-hand experienced this recently, mm -hmm. which was amazing. I had an incredible session of, um, you know, it was just such a beautiful way that you held space for me during that session. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel like, you know, I needed to do anything <laughs> yeah. because you guided yeah. me through the yeah. whole session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it. And all the client has to do through the session is just relax relax yeah. and keep talking to me because yeah. through the actual well, I'll explain that the this the actual QHHT process is anywhere between for me five to seven or eight hours yeah it was so, a long time yeah so it's an all day and I only would ever do one session a day because it is an all day thing and um, I always suggest for the client to block out their whole day and commit that to it. And then maybe even a couple of days afterwards, just take it easy while they're processing the information, 
exploring the healing that may have just happened and and ground and to really understand mm. the miracle of, of what has just happened within yeah. the session. So when people book with me, um, you know, they're looking for all sorts of answers and all sorts of things as we were talking about before. The main thing is they just want to know their purpose in life and what they're doing here mm. and why things have worked out the way that they have in their life. Mm. Um, if there's something holding them back, if they're fearful of something, oh, there's so many things, there's so many reasons why people come. So I asked them to write out before the session a question sheet. So many questions, as many questions as they want, and they can categorise them if they want in health or spirituality or life or work or whatever they want to talk about. And then they come with their list of questions and I don't look at that for a couple of hours in until I've really got to know them and their soul and it's a beautiful opportunity for the client to just speak, to relax and talk about their life, mm-hmm. you know, right from their childhood, from their birth maybe to, to now. So that's where I really want to find out where they're at now, what's going on in their life now and why mm-hmm. it is that they turned up at my door that day, what brought them there and why their yeah. spirit team, soul team, whatever you want to call it, encouraged them to yeah. have the session. And so that can take anywhere from two, three, sometimes four hours. The time just flies by. <laughs> yeah, I've never had anyone say, oh my goodness, I've just been talking forever. It just goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I'm feeling like the vibration between myself and the client is energetically right and ready for us to go into the actual hypnosis part, then that's when we'll go in. And that's when the client is feeling ready, feeling relaxed, ready to invite, trust, and allow the process to happen. Um, If there's any blocks or resistance there with the process, then that's where we've talked about that beforehand within that first couple of hours. Um, really got to understand their mindset and their belief in the mm. system and <clears throat> excuse me if they're actually ready to let go of what it is that they're holding on to whether it's mm. um, an illness or discomfort that's manifested in the body somehow yeah. whether it's an identity maybe a victim identity for example that they've had and lived with their whole life whether they're actually truly ready to heal mm. and let that go yeah. And then what their life, what they want their life to look like and be like once that once we've been able to get the answers to all that and clear it all. Yeah. And it was interesting when I had my session was like for me it was coming <clears throat> and, you know, getting more clarity around what it is that I'm meant to be doing with this new modality that I'm bringing mm. in as well. Um, and obviously healing, you know, karmic things that I was holding on to and things like that. So yeah, every everyone's journey is very different. But I think it's important to note, um, and we were talking about this yesterday, mm. where I went to a hypnotherapy session in the UK. And I was fully expecting to fall asleep and to, you know, not know what was going on. And, mm. um, and it wasn't like that at all. It yeah. was just, I was fully aware of what was going on around me. It felt like a deep sleep, but I was awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can put it that in that mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah. And it was just a really loving, gentle 
um, way. So no one was clucking like a chicken, you know, when you, you sometimes see on the television, they have mm. these hypnotherapy sessions where you, they click their fingers and the person just goes to sleep and they're not aware of what they're doing necessarily. Mm. It's not like that at no, all. No, no. Yeah. Um, and what you're talking about there is, um, like quite an old fashioned technique of, of hypnosis and, and it works for certain reasons, but we don't understand why. When, why would you want to click like a chicken, you know, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's not really going to help uh, be purposeful in any way, apart from maybe the hypnotist showing off what they can do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. it's all sensitization. It's like, you know, yeah. on television, it's like getting te- television ratings. But yeah, yeah. in this, in yeah. this um, beautiful mm. session, mm. you know, it's all about you and your higher self and releasing whatever it is that you've come here to release and getting the answers and it is like you you know you're coming to get answers Mm. you know you have this wisdom within you that something needs to shift something needs to change and you just come with so many questions and that's great I came here and I was like oh I didn't have as many questions but then it came through straight away because you are guided Mm. at that Mm. moment and that's what happens in Mm. that next part so after we've had that intuitive conversation Mm. the energy's right and the vibration is amazing and I'm feeling that wave of relaxation coming over the client and myself it's like okay we're so ready to just go into the session now so then we go into the healing room and you get really comfortable um, and you just relax and that's where um, I will guide you through an induction put together by Do- Dolores Cannon and we'll guide you into a very theta brainwave state of mind so that's the part of mind that you go into just as you're falling asleep at night and just as you're waking up so therefore as you know if you can fall asleep then you can do this because that's one of a lot of people's concern is oh, I don't know if I can be hypnotized or I don't think I can do it I can't visualize you know if you can fall asleep and if you can wake up in the morning which most of us can <laughs> then <hope> so. <laughs> you can be hypnotized all hypnosis is self-hypnosis and we go into this theta state of mind our trance if you like to call it that um many times a day many of us do I do all the time <laughs> like um just when you're sort of zoning out, when you're just suddenly not not present with your surroundings anymore, when you sort of go into like a daydreaming part or a meditation mm. or something like that. Some people like the scenario of when you're driving in a car and then suddenly you don't remember how you got from A to B. You know, that's you've slipped into a slightly theta state of mind yeah. where the door is quite open there and that's quite often... Mm where ideas and creativity come like when you're in the shower and you're kind of zoning out you don't remember having a shower but all these ideas and stuff has came to you Mm. and so that's where we go to we go to the theater and there is different levels of that part of the mind some people stay within like you did in quite a light level where they're very conscious and aware throughout and there's that beautiful feeling of duality Um, more and more clients are being like that and we have asked the subconscious as to why we're getting more clients that are quite awake and aware through these sessions than we used to like say 10 20 years ago in QHHT and they've pretty much answered that because of the conscious conscious rising throughout our collective consciousness if that makes any sense the collective consciousness has been rising and it's actually going to help that client and that person 
to actually move forward with their life knowing that they can connect with that part of their mind at any state. They don't have to go to a hypnotist or another person or guru to get themselves into that part of the mind that they can can connect with their higher self, their mm. SC. Um, so they remember it, what that's like and that duality and they understand that part of the ego that may have been popping up. That's know. incredible. Oh yeah. my gosh, you know. Yeah. And yes, it is totally true. Um, consciousness and awareness is, you know, at an all-time high for mm. people. And it makes total sense to me that, mm. you know, spirit, the universe, source, God, whatever we want to call them mm. or him or her, um, is helping us to remember in that yeah. way, isn't yeah. it? It it's wants beautiful. to rise us all up. Mm. Whereas back in the day when, say, Dolores Cannon started doing this work, it was just unheard of in the Western world. Yeah. So if somebody started talking through themselves, like in the third person, then their conscious mind, if they went in a deeper state, would wake them up and go, oh gosh, this is just a bit too weird. I, mm. They may not have had that belief system just yet. Yes. Um, so therefore she worked in a very, very deep level of consciousness or like the synambulistic level. And yes, I still get clients that go there as well and they go very, very deep and they come out and they really don't remember hardly anything. Mm. But luckily all sessions are all recorded, uh, just in the hypnosis part, not the conversation beforehand. That's completely private and never discussed again <laughs> unless you want to share it. But the actual hypnosis part is recorded mm -hmm. and that's a really important part of the process is to listen to your session afterwards. Because even if you feel like you're in that light level, like you did, mm -hmm. there's parts of that recording, because they can be two to three hours long and it goes super fast, you don't remember everything. No. It is like a dream that mm -hmm. starts to fade and then when you hear it again, it's like, oh, that's right, and yeah. all those images and the emotion and the feeling yeah. and the healing even is reinforced and it comes back to you and that belief yeah. system is mm. is integrated and yeah. that that's where the magic is really happening after the session. And it was definitely like that for me when I um, listened back to the recording it was like I you know so many things felt like it was shifting even then mm -hmm. and moving and um, even so much more awareness and like aha moments and yeah. it was really beautiful and mm. you know after the session after the session that I had I felt like I needed that time and that space to integrate to mm -hmm. really feel like it's you know moving within my body and that it's still shifting and moving and I think with anyone if I can just mention that any healing because it is a form of healing that you're receiving you yes. know on many yes. multi levels different yeah. levels with any healing, you have to allow at least three to seven days for integration mm -hmm. of energies, shifting of energies. And yeah. um, it's a beautiful time of reflection. Mm. Yeah. It is, for mm. sure. And that's, that's where they, they've often said, um, you know, the healing can happen once. So there's something physically wrong with the body. There's so many things, that, scenarios I could speak of that will be quite general with that if somebody comes in and... Um, there's there's a few physical discomforts or illnesses within the body. Um, then I'll go through and we'll do the body scan. So I let this SC tell us what it's finding within the body and what it 
what the reason for it being there is. Mm. Obviously, I'm asking a lot of little questions. I'm just asking what is the cause of this, what is the origin of this, really digging, digging deeper to get to the gold, to find out why is this here, why is it manifested in the body. Mm. As the body is a messenger system, you know, it's anything that it's, it may have been trying to teach us or talk to us, but we don't always listen to our higher self, then it starts to get our attention in other ways by manifesting in, in the body. Mm. Um, we don't listen, it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger. So they are actually supposed to be quite loving messages <laughs> for, for them to say, hey, this is, this is happening. And back in the days, back in ancient, ancient wisdom, thousands of years ago, the ancient beings knew this. They understood the messages that came through their system. That somewhere along the lines, all that ancient wisdom got lost. Yeah. All right. But it is still there within us. It's just not conscious. Yeah. So it's bringing back that wisdom again and going. Okay. Let's say somebody's. Um, well, let's talk about the big C then, the cancer. I've had I've worked with a few people with cancer and they came along and this has sort of been riddled within the body and they may be it may be their last chance, their last time. You know, um I can talk freely, I guess, about one scenario that I had, um, where the family all came down from up north and brought their dad who, who had cancer and he'd had a hard life, hard life. And they they weren't sure if he would even make it through the session without having his painkillers and things like that. He was on so much um, medication. I did ask him to cut back on it that morning because you're not supposed to be on, on too much medication when you come into the session because we want to have a clear head. I wasn't sure how the session would go because of that, but the energy that came in with the family, when they came in, we all had a talk to start with and I let them know they're not able to stay there during the session it's got to just be me and the person and that's the way it is with any session um, quite often they want to bring a friend with them or something but we just we just can't do that because I need to be able to talk with them about absolutely anything where they're not going to resist in any way where they can be who they need to be to yeah. a, you know third person complete yeah. stranger that's yeah. holding space for them and love for them so I felt with this man, his energy, is second he walked in the door, I was like, okay, this is going to be amazing. I really mm. felt that through my soul. And he was the first cancer person that I'd, well, person that had cancer that had came to me. Mm. So um, the family left. They said they would be down at the beach sending love throughout the session and to call them when he's ready to come pick, be picked up. They gave me all this medication in case he gets really sore so okay but I knew we wouldn't need it we talked for two or three hours he was a bit uncomfortable on the couch and had to keep moving around to adjust his discomfort around his internal organs it was clearly hurting him but he got to understanding and I was working with his mindset he got to understanding about no longer fighting cancer or fighting anything anymore and that's what he'd done his whole life mm. he'd worked hard he'd, he'd lived hard been in all sorts of scenarios I won't go into but once he realized he doesn't have to fight anymore and that this is a loving message that's coming through to him and that now we have to love this cancer and talked about all the good things that this has brought as in it's mm -hmm. brought his family together it's brought his grandchildren together he had 
he's got had a lot of grandchildren and he obviously it woke him up to love again and to family and to all the purpose as to why he'd been through the life that he had. It's <laughs> making me emotional. very emotional actually. It, is. it was it was mm. a really amazing, amazing session. So I guess this is one that I remember a lot. I remember all of them and they've all they're all amazing, but this was pretty big to me where I was just where it really confirmed I needed to keep doing this work. Yeah. So we went into session and it was a little bit different and I made sure he was completely comfortable in the bed because he couldn't lie down com- properly and I was like, oh, okay, how are we going to go with this? As soon as I took him for the induction, he was there, he was in another life. Well, actually he went back to a childhood, a couple of childhood memories to start with because that was obviously the most appropriate time and place. That's where I always ask the um, see to take them to the most appropriate time and place that's going to help them the most for this life right now. And they're aware of the whole situation that SC knows us mm. more than we know ourselves consciously. Mm. Um, so it did that and then it was a beautiful session. He was able to actually talk through it. I could see his body was getting more and more relaxed as deeper as he got as he went. And before I'd even called in the subconscious, he went in through to a, another lifetime where he was actually on in a hospital room and there's a doctor walking around healing. Well, I don't know if it was a doctor, but a man in white. <laughs> um, healing children. And he was one of the children who was saying, now they're coming to me. And he was explaining what was happening. I keep asking lots of questions just to keep the conversation and the story going. And sometimes, just a side note there, sometimes they don't see until I ask the question, what is happening next? What do you see now? What is behind you? It's like they don't always know until that question is asked. So that's why it is important to be guided through these kind of sessions. Mm-hmm. You can go so much deeper when you're guided through it than yeah. you can with your own yeah. self. Unless you're very experienced in it, of course. Um, so anyway, he was guided to keep telling me what was happening. And then suddenly he got the healing and his body completely relaxed. It had a little bit of a jolt, completely relaxed. And he just felt this, the, the energy in the room was just so hot. And I knew this was happening. And there was a, when we listened to the recording afterwards, the vibration on the recording was just, you know. And that happens quite a lot on the Mm. recording, like when the actual healing work is being done. It's like there's just something amazing is going on. And then suddenly his eyes were still closed, but he was touching his body. And he was in quite a light conscious state as well. Like Mm. he still knew he was in the room. And he said, it's gone, it's gone. I can't feel it anymore, like the pain. So, okay, and so we went through and we kept going. I was talking with the subconscious and we got more and more answers and understanding and it was about loving and about understanding that we're not fighting anything. Anything you fight just gets stronger, right? We're not having a war against cancer or a war against anything. We're loving it and we're loving the lessons that we're receiving from this message that's coming through our body. Once we receive that message and we receive the understanding from it, then we're able to ask for it to be cleared, mm-hmm. if that's appropriate for the person, if they're going to receive the message and get it. So he was cleared from it. He oh. he, he he stood up feeling great. I went to help him out of the bed thinking he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm okay. I can do this. Wow. It's gone. Incredible. Right? And we went and sat outside. He didn't want to sit down, whereas before he couldn't stand up without assistance. 
mm. called his family to come. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, so, oh. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is just, like, I feel really emotional mm. listening to this. And it's so incredible that when we are ready mm. to be healed, to let go, and, and we don't always consciously know that we're necessarily mm-hmm. ready, right? It's the subconscious that's mm-hmm. kind of guiding us and helping us. But um, that is an incredible story and mm-hmm. just so beautiful. And that, and it's all done through our guides, through trusting ourselves and through, yeah. you know, this beautiful energy um, from the universe mm-hmm. that, you know, quantum energy as such. And just... Um, just something that might that I want to share as well, which I haven't shared with that many people around um, healing. When I was 19, I was diagnosed with, um, not diagnosed, but they found cancerous cells in my cervix. Mm. And at that time, I wasn't on the journey that I am now, but I had such a um, great belief in God being able to heal me or you know that I'd be able to heal myself that I put my hands on my belly every night for three Mm. weeks and at the end of those three weeks I went back and they couldn't find any trace of any cancer cells and I'm still healed today Mm -hmm. I'm 43 right now and I'm still healed so the power of self-belief the power of you know when we are ready to be healed is so incredibly just incredibly powerful and um you know, I feel like that man didn't even know that he needed th- that healing or what he mm. needed. But through this hypnosis, through this QHHT mm. session, yeah. it was all revealed and yeah. he was he was mm. healed, which is yeah. just beautiful. It was. And his main thing was his daughter knew, his daughter who booked the session mm. with me and talked with his dad um, about it. Totally understood metaphysics and it was it was right there. She wasn't sure how his dad would go and that's why having that conversation for a few hours with him first for things to start to pop, just click mm. in him when, when we were just gently talking through mm. his life and putting the pieces of the puzzle together and understanding yeah. how this is manifested and why. Um, and then getting that confirmation within the session. Mm-hmm. And that's where we say is that multi-dimensional healing. Because first we were working within that 3D realm yeah. of, of the human mind and that human logic. And going, okay, well, can we understand this? Do we see this? Are we really let go of it? He just wanted to understand the cancer. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that it would be able to be healed. Um, but, you know, as soon as he, he really understands, nothing is impossible. Yeah, the subconscious well, after a always session like that, nothing is impossible. Yeah. It's only our mm. limiting beliefs yeah. that make it impossible. Yeah. But nothing is impossible mm. when it, it's all just energy, illnesses and things. Mm. They're just blockages. They're just yeah. energy. They've been manifested. Yeah. They get dissolved away. Yeah. And so usually during the healing, I didn't do it with that man, but usually during the healing. When we've found the origin or the cause of it and the message, and we've got that, then I will ask them. Then, when I ask, okay, if they if it's no longer serving them now and it's of no purpose of them, are we able to release and heal that for them? Mm. Subconscious will usually say yes, unless there's more they need to understand, or um, and then we go back into that. But um, they'll they'll start the healing, and I'll be asking them. You know, what is the client sensing and feeling at this time? And how are you doing this? We're very curious. We like to know because it does bring in different 
ways of healing. Mm. Quite often they say it's light energy or dissolving it or say how is that light working and you know so it brings there's, there's hundreds of different ways mm. that they can heal <laughs> and explain it but it's so nice to have that mm. understanding that recording as to and mm. it's speaking through the client mm. how that healing has been happening yeah because that really solidifies that belief mm. as well that the work has been done that it's been healed yeah. so then when they listen to that recording later if they ever have doubt because we never want to have that doubt and start mm. manifesting that illness or sickness back yeah. you know if they have that doubt or anything or somebody else comes along and goes oh that's crazy that's impossible that can't happen or yeah. you know doubt has come along then they can go back into their healing mm. space put their recording on like the candle write their, their journal journal whatever they need to do to really bring back that whole biology of the leaf. Yeah, and it was so beautiful because... So just talking about um, disease, which Mm. is dis-ease in the body, right? Mm -hmm. And when we feel that dis-ease, it would have been manifesting within our physical body, or actually in our spiritual body for a long time before it actually manifests into our physical Mm -hmm. body. Um. So with anything like cancer, it would have been there for quite a while before it gets released. And it is like feeling uncomfortable, that feeling of discomfort, you know, Mm. that we are shifting, that Mm. dis-ease that you are Mm. shifting. Mm. Um, Mm. So there's a great book out by Julia Cannon called Soul Speak. And she writes a lot, a lot about that. And I, always, I suggest that to anyone. So whenever you do feel that dis-ease in, mm. in the body or discomfort or in any place, you can look up that area. Mm. And you can sort of, it will just help you guide to really feel more into that and what yeah. is the message for it. Like go into mm. meditation. You know, get the message before it starts coming in harder and stronger, yeah. the message. Yeah. It's almost like, I always think of it as somebody knocking on the door and you're not answering they're saying hey i've got a message for you yeah. delivery and you don't answer because you don't want to know about it you're too busy mm. so they knock harder knock harder not harder and they might finally bash the door down until you really yeah. get the message and then you might just get the message oh okay that mm. wasn't so hard mm. anyway yeah. you know <laughs> and it's easily it actually happens so easily it's released yes. very easily you know yeah so once you decide that you're ready to do that or mm. subconscious you you know your heart your soul mm. they really they just want love and mm. light for you in so many ways yeah. and always so they don't want you to sit with this dis-ease or no. um all the beliefs that you yeah. have around who That's you right. are yeah. you know because you're not that mm. you are not your thoughts you are not this silly limiting beliefs that we could mm. keep putting on ourselves, mm. right? Mm. Um, I love that you said it is easy because it is, mm. and they quite often laugh at us, like because we're talking with the higher, higher selves, you know, where they they don't quite understand our density and our human mind as much. That's why there's the multi-dimensional liaison within that mm. of trying to bring it into our human logic mind. Is that they laugh and say. You just try to complicate things too much. It's not mm. that it's you know don't complicate it. Have understand it, love it, enjoy it. Mm. You know they're not sending these diseases to us because they're being cruel. It's because of love. Mm. So again, we don't want to fight it. We don't want to resist it in any way. We want to welcome those in, and we want to understand it, and we want to love it for all the messages that it's giving us, yeah. for us to grow. 
absolutely that's what we signed up for that's mm-hmm. why we came to earth to mm-hmm. learn and to grow and to raise our mm-hmm. consciousness and for many other purposes and reasons that are also yeah. individual as well and there's so many different levels of learning lessons and you know it's about really um not worrying about the challenges that we have and i think recently spirits really brought through that message through my work as well in mm. terms of helping people understand that their challenges are there to help them evolve and grow into the beings that they are, okay? Mm -hmm. That core essence of who they are, which is love Mm -hmm. and light and, um, Mm -hmm. and to help them release struggle and, you know, let go of those things that's no longer serving them for their highest, greatest good. Mm. Um, And just going back to what you said about, you know, what comes through the session. And I remember yesterday we're talking about how, when your guides come through, when you're talking to the SC, mm-hmm. it's almost like, I remember just saying, releasing karma now or healing <laughs> karma now. But it was kind of very robotic, wasn't yes, it? Yes. And so I felt during the session that I wasn't able to articulate in the human language what it was that they exactly mm. wanted me to say. That it was way beyond, you know, what we could even comprehend in our human language. And it was just this beautiful light code that was coming down, Mm. this beautiful healing that was coming down. And it was the most incredible experience, you know. It it is. It's it's difficult for many to translate it into our very limited human Mm. language. Um, Although we want to, I'm always trying to draw that out. So we've got it on the recording in case they don't remember it all. But yeah, many do get downloads and it's, it's like you're just getting so much information mm-hmm. at once. It's like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. What do I talk about? How do I put it into place? And that's why the subconscious quite often does come through as being quite robotic and quite mm-hmm. to the point. There's no sort of time interference for the, the emotion to be a part of it because that's from our human side of us. Mm-hmm. But that, that SC is straight to the point. It usually does come back to love. Mm. and light and healing and and the purpose it's very simple they put it simply but Mm. there's so much behind it Mm. and that's that's how we know that there's there's a lot more going on in our Mm. system and our universe than what we just see with our eyes you know it really does allow us to peek behind that veil and Mm. open up that veil wide and just go whoa look at this place it's it's pretty amazing it really is is. limitless it is totally limitless yeah You've told us a little bit about, obviously, that story that you told us mm. about the man and his cancer, you know, that was incredible. But what kind of other things happen during a QHHT session? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, just yeah. if I can talk about my guides, have mm. you know, came through mm-hmm. in many different ways, all the different guides, and, and I was singing my heart out. It was incredible, mm. just these different things. And I yeah. think the messages that I needed to hear... Um, around what am I supposed to do with this modality? Mm. What does it look like? And I remember when you know before I, when I put this out um, mm. on the podcast to say that we were going to talk about QHHT, I said that I'll talk a little bit about my experience. Yeah. And um, in terms of the the modality, it was beautiful to understand that this new modality has got to do with tones and frequencies mm. and different frequencies and. I mean, I don't completely fully understand it just Mm. yet because there's so many different dimensions to it and I know that it will be revealed at the right time. But I feel so much more in acceptance of what I'm 
what you know yeah. what spirit wants me to yes. do and through this QHHT session it's given me that it's given mm. me it's brought me into a space of acceptance into yeah. a space of better understanding of who I am at a deeper mm. level that's so beautiful mm. and that that's what many people first say when mm. they come out of it and when they've listened to the recording it's wow I've just got so much clarity now mm. and that's what it does it's, it's that acceptance it's that allowing in the process of life to unfold with them yeah and to have that clarity so yeah to answer the question about what else happens um in in the sessions is gosh like we say it's quantum so any anything can happen um we we do go through um time and space we go on a bit of a time traveling journey although time doesn't exist <laughs> everything is happening at the same time but just for ease of our linear human mind we might travel into a past life um to start with when i first started practicing i was getting a lot of what dolores cannon referred to as digging potato kind of lifestyles where they'd land in uh, would start off in a marketplace or in a castle or in Egypt or you know many of these very cliche kind of past lives um, and they were fun and they were very they were great for me to learn and how to guide people through that and to keep asking the questions and to really explore that um, oh gosh there's there's so many places they they go through now these days because I'm asking for more challenges and I just manifest the type of souls I need to come me to help our collective consciousness um, and getting more that goes straight to source or in, into other planetary systems and we're able to understand and find out how they do things there and how they communicate there what they may eat or where they sleep and what the relationships between what their family dynamics are so we can get lots of information it's fascinating yeah and then I remember it's it's I've always got a pull myself back to okay what is the question why this client actually came here because I could I'm so curious I could go and go oh we're okay we're in this blue planet <laughs> tell me about this we're, because we do have just like two hours or so within the hypnosis it's, mm. it's recommended then time is of the essence and mm. it just goes so fast it goes so fast in the session so mm. we do need to keep pulling it back to okay how is this relating to this life now and why mm. is it so important for them to see and feel that and experience that again so once they've done wherever they need to go if it's past lives sometimes it'll just be one or two maximum three lives or experiences mm. or sometimes if it's more appropriate they'll go back to a childhood memory mm. that may not be a conscious memory but it's something that they needed to see and understand and learn from yeah. um, and then we with if it's a past life though i will guide them through the last day of their life in that lifetime and we'll go through the death experience and uh, they will not um, feel anything emotionally physically or spiritually through that and I've got all my safety nets and how that's not going to cause any issues later on or coming out of it mm. it's all for the greatest good and learning and then we go over to the spirit side so once we've passed over and we can find out what the lesson and the purpose of that life was mm. and they can see things from a completely different perspective not only that they gain all of the wisdom from that lifetime yeah. and we're able to release any energy from that lifetime that's no longer serving them now mm. so just from those little scenarios so much gets lifted and learnt within that more than they would even probably even 
comprehend yeah, or know absolutely. about it is multi-dimensional it's happening beyond mm. the veil that we're even aware of it's an opening of um i certainly feel like after my session it was an opening for me to understand like i said understand things um remember things and awaken to things even more and since you know, even before and since that session, because I feel like I've literally, in the last six months, progressed about five years. But since that session, it was almost like time, and time, there Mm. is no time, but time for me as a human has sped up so much in terms of how many things have come through for Mm -hmm. me, been revealed for me. And it's just been an an incredible journey. Mm. Um, And if we all are willing and able to step into this beautiful healing, you know, and whichever way or form we want to receive that, mm-hmm. we we can return back to that core essence of who we are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel like UHHT, I didn't know about it until I met you at that women's group, right? Yeah. And it, I believe that, and I always say this, that the teacher and the modality or the knowledge will come to you at the right time, when yeah. you need it, when mm-hmm. it's necessary for you to jump up that level, progress that level. Yeah. Um, and just something I want to mention from my experience um, with QHHT, which just came up for me when Deb was talking, was I was taken back to this beautiful planet during my QHHT session, standing on a balcony, looking over this beautiful planet, and it was just crystal buildings, mm, and yeah. and I felt like I'd come home. Yeah, yeah. And you can't explain those yes. experiences to no. anybody, right? The emotion that comes over you at and the time. I well. felt so, like, I felt like, you know, that was where I came from initially. Yeah. And I had these beautiful wings and I was standing on this balcony. And I know that I went back there again mm. through my session. And I felt these hands just being placed all over me and just mm. this incredible healing that happened during mm. that time. Mm. So beautiful. It's incredible. When they are shown and taking back, taken back to mm. where their home place is, which yeah. could be different for many or if it's source, because they, they almost get, most clients get there and you're probably the same. It's like, I just don't want to leave. I love it here so much. Mm. And it is this is an overwhelming feeling of belonging mm. and being there. Yeah. But we did actually choose to come here as yeah. much as they love their home place and where they keep going back to between lives. Mm-hmm. They know that they need to keep experiencing and learning and growing mm-hmm. and living their purpose, whatever that may mm-hmm. be, here on Earth or in other planetary systems yeah. as well. And I think it's different. Yeah. So, just uh, something else on that that spirit's just coming in. Actually, it's different for. There are different levels, okay? So some light workers come mm. here to do a specific task or for a specific task for a mission. Mm-hmm. Then other, you know, um, people come here to evolve and grow. Um, I've been watching a series recently, Conversations with Heaven on Earth, through mm-hmm. Melissa Mills um, and Joanne, and it's been just such an eye-opener for me in, in terms of how, you know, we are learning and finding out so much more about the different things that's happening and i believe that even stephen hawking he Mm -hmm. was not he was Mm. in a human form but he wasn't human in terms of what he came here to do what he brought here was completely way beyond 
what we can even imagine mm -hmm. as a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, so there are different levels. Yes, we evolve, we grow as humans, but then there's light workers that come here for specific mm -hmm. missions, and we don't necessarily know who those are. But no. yeah, it's just mm -hmm. I find it fascinating. Yeah, and through then H QHHT, we can find out what we're here to do, what we, um, what like you said, what's our purpose, mm -hmm. you know where are we going next mm. and because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go like I don't know why I'm here mm. yeah you and know? and that's what most mm. people come for is they're, they're in this state they're feeling a bit stuck or confused mm. or they want to check out from life or they mm. or they're been on the spiritual journey and it's they just need a, a bit of a boost yeah. I've had quite a few people come to me who go now I was thinking about doing ayahuasca or you know all these different type things and then I heard about this mm. and I saw Del I came across Dolores Cannon on YouTube I've had quite a few of these lately oh, interesting um, so okay cool um so obviously we find out why it was they wanted to experience the plant medicine or ayahuasca what mm. they were hoping that would bring for them what the answers they wanted to gather and gain yeah you know so then we know what the real answers and behind all those questions what's really um causing them to feel like they need to have that kind of healing mm. um and yeah many many of my clients have who have done plant medicines and and different types of journeying work shamanic journeying and breath work and things that say that this is that and so much more because yeah. it's done within their own self and they're accessing it in a complete mm. natural state yeah. of being and it's beautiful and relaxing mm. and it takes a few hours and then they're able to get up and understand it all very clearly yeah. without having to travel to Peru or wherever they need to go and gain those. I, I had a client just a couple of weeks ago and oh, she was seeing codes and all sorts of things and just was a real trip it was really crazy it was awesome yeah and and nothing shocks me anymore and I always let my clients know that that don't just just bring out keep, keep telling me what you're seeing nothing's going to shock me mm -hmm. the SC always promise us that we're never going to give you more than you can handle and mm -hmm. that goes for the client and me both and that's why I think I'm getting more and more challenging clients because I'm saying you spring it on I'm ready for more I want yeah. to learn more <laughs> and I, I, I got this you know um, and at first it was quite you know those digging yeah. potato kind of lives and so now uh, ever since I, I did my level three it really has been just yeah. uh, next level and some mm. to the kind of um, sessions and what's coming up in the sessions and I think so. it's time for it to be revealed oh, you know yes. it is so yeah. time for it for all this stuff to be revealed um, at a level that because there is a lot more understanding of it mm. we're as we as a human race are starting to awaken so much mm. more you mm -hmm. know since 2012 when there was that massive shift in energy yeah. and um it's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing of this unlocking of knowledge mm. and that's what happens in QHHT yeah. it's an unlocking yeah. of knowledge yeah. right yeah. so I think that's you've 
pretty much answered the question about what is QHHT doing for humanity. Mm. It is unlocking lost knowledge. Mm. Or it really is. It's allowing people to feel that power within themselves mm. again. It's giving their power back. So they're not constantly giving it away. As soon as they get sick, they go to the doctor and get antibiotics yeah. or they get recommended surgery. It's like, mm. no, this is this is just putting a plaster on things. You know, Absolutely. Sure, those things have their place in certain times. But first look within. First find out what the message is. Mm. Let's let's turn the whole system around and go, okay, if we work on the soul first, then the mind and the physical body will come along with it. Mm. Whereas in our society, it's changing, it is changing. We've just looked at the physical and everything's been very 3D and it's just been like, okay, if something's wrong with the physical body, let's chop that out or let's fix that. It's so, but then, of course, it gets manifested in another way. Or mm. they might start living or changing their lifestyle in a certain way, but then they're still changing that maybe addiction or whatever it is and mm. putting it into another addiction you know it's just swapping one for the other sort of thing so mm. what we really want to do is just get to the root of it get to the cause of it so they're not swapping it out for something else yeah definitely. so in the way of it how it's contributing to society and to our consciousness is letting each client see that they've got all that power to heal themselves it mm. is self-healing yeah. and it's just looking within again mm. and it's bringing it into the western world mm, um, there's ancient wisdoms and i've spent quite a lot of time in india and studying yoga and whereas that's all quite yeah basic knowledge and shamanism and they've known this for thousands of years Mm. So now it's beautiful that a woman like Dolores Cannon, a very Western American woman, mm. was able to bring this to the West and to let us see and experience this through a beautiful session that's just yeah. not so that's non-invasive. There's no touching. There's no, there's no kind of stuff going on. It's just all through the mind. Yeah. It's all just using the power of the mind and the soul. Mm, so yeah flipping it around working on the soul first and everything else will will follow fall into place <laughs> yeah and let's oh, i mean dolores cannon gosh mm. what an incredible woman and i know yesterday when we were sitting and talking through the questions and stuff um she dropped in and went like you know i i don't really want trumpets blown and <laughs> yeah. you know be all out there very a humble bit. woman very yeah. and but mm. she's done incredible work mm. um you know mm. for humanity mm. and yes yeah, she is a humble woman so maybe talk a little bit about Dolores sure. Cannon and her work well I always suggest everyone google her <laughs> and you'll be cap captivated by the way mm. she speaks she's she's like um that beautiful loving grandmother that just loves you so much and just wants to share all this wisdom mm. and information so her biggest gift was her curiosity she was just always mm. curious and she had she would tirelessly research any information that came through so she got it right so mm. she could really undeniably put this into her books and knew that she was passing on information from source that was in no way going to harm anyone in any way and that was mm. only information that she felt was true from her perspective and from many many hundreds and thousands of other clients perspectives as well yeah that was coming through so Dolores Cannon really was the pioneer in past life regression. Um, 
her husband actually started doing the work with hypnosis when they were living on an army camp base and Dolores would help. Um, to cut a long story short, her husband was in an accident and sort of lost interest in the work and she was raising her, ch- raising her children. So then she was like, okay, what am I going to do with my myself now, my work? And she had always been interested in the hypnosis and wanted to go to that. So then she stumbled along past lives. Um, at that time, really nobody was doing that work. I think there was one book out at, and... She never thought she'd write books or anything about it. It was just her curiosity. So she went and she started seeing clients of hypnosis for general things like weight loss and smoking and all those kind of things, which these days in QHHC, we can just tag that on the end, you know, once we've got the answers to all the deeper issues. That's never an issue. Um, so she stumbled across the different past lives and them talking through and then researching whether this these people were actually talking about real things that happened and tirelessly researched those kind of things back those even be back those days before there was Google so it was all books and so she spent a lot of time doing that and then she came across the subconscious when the subconscious came through and she didn't know what to call it at the time so they always said we don't care what you call us, it's you that wants to put a name on it. And so she started calling it the SC, the subconscious, mm-hmm. which is quite different to how the psychologists refer to the subconscious mind. Um, and that's where she was really able to access universal information or the Akashic records, if you'd like to call it that, mm-hmm. um, really just opening up to that great everything knowledge. Yeah. For those who don't know who the, what the Akashic records are, mm-hmm. it's like... It's like a library mm-hmm. that houses all our memories and our experiences, our lessons from lifetimes, you know, across all our lifetimes. Mm. And I find, especially with um, the soul alignments that I do, that recently a lot of activations have been happening where people are bringing in those lessons and information from those Akashic records to be able to use it in this lifetime as uh-huh. such. Yeah, mm, so it's mm. really beautiful. Um, and I was showing yesterday that it's almost like little drawers that we can pull out yep. to, you mm-hmm. know, just access and kind of mm. go, oh, I need this one and I need that one, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's interesting you have that image as well. And like you said, with the books and the library, because in one of Dolores Cannon's lives, when she'd been regressed herself, she was a librarian. She was the keeper of knowledge. Beautiful. She was protecting these books and this sacred hidden knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, something happened, I can't remember if it was a fire or something like that, where all this knowledge and the books got burnt or destroyed in some way. And so that's why she sees in this lifetime, part of her purpose, her strong purpose and need is to bring back that knowledge again. Mm. So she referred to herself as the reporter of lost knowledge um, so we've got knowledge from her through many of her books um this is a secret hidden knowledge i can't remember the names of all the books um and the convoluted universe series mm. there's five of those there's uh between death and life mm. uh five lives remembered there's the series she did with Notre Dame, where she was able to connect with Notre Dame and talk with him as a living person in mm. another dimension. So that's fascinating. Um, there was Jesus and the Essenes, where she regressed someone that walked with Jesus. 
Beautiful. And was able to bring through a lot of information that's not quite the same as what it is written in the history books or in the yeah. Bible or, or so forth. So um, it's fascinating work that she did. She wrote something like 20 books. Yes. I mean, yes, that's yeah. a lot of knowledge. Yeah. So mm. if you ever come across a Dolores Cannon book, mm. just, in a, you know, I always, like I said, your knowledge comes to you at that time that yeah. you need it. So mm. if you're walking in a shop and you see Dolores Cannon in front of you, grab yes. it, you know, <laughs> yeah. go with it and just read it. Well, these days it's great because I get her books, but then I lend them out to people and then it takes a while before you get them back. So I end up hiring them from the library <laughs> and I'm seeing that I'm having to wait now mm. wait for the library these books to come yeah back to the library system and then now newer books are coming in so more and more people are aware of her work mm. and obviously ordering her books through the library system so they are mm. through the Auckland and New Zealand libraries mm. um and she has her own publishing company which is Ozark Mountain um you can find any of her books on all the normal um like Fish Pond and Amazon such as well um she actually started that publishing company up many, many moons ago because she wasn't able to get published herself. So she experienced a lot of rejection and kickbacks from publishers when she was trying to get her books out because it was just way before her, before anyone's time. She was before the time, mm-hmm. you know, and like you talked about Stephen Hawkins before, it's like it, it takes some of these people to really be here on earth to be the way shower and to bring this information mm-hmm. in. She just dropped in and said, yeah. I was at exactly the right time. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, she was exactly the right time. She was bringing this information through when we needed mean. it. So now we're all ready for it. But yeah. So many people are just ready and just wanting to know it. I mean, sure, that's 50 years later than when she first started bringing this information through. Mm. And finally, like on the scale of the universe, that's mm. really not a very big chunk of time, but our consciousness has risen so much. She's just dropped in yes. to this conversation. Yeah. Hi, Dolores. <laughs> Which is really beautiful. So thank you for being yeah. here. And she is so excited about where this is going. Where QHHT <laughs> is going mm. and how it's progressed and how people are awakening to it so much more. But just how it's being able to help people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and help humanity to understand where they're going okay and so she's she's super excited even though in her own little way she's showing me that you know her excitement's like like (laughs) well it's like a little jiggle yeah (laughs) but these um very strong presence incredible strong presence Mm -hmm. and she's she's excited for what's to come even more so okay she says this is only the tip of the iceberg there's so much more that will be Mm. revealed through this work Mm -hmm. and um has a lot of gratitude for the students that's helping to move this beautiful way of healing Mm. of unearthing of you know understanding through this world and Mm. for humanity so thank you so much thank you Dolores yeah and it was it was one of her main missions before she did leave us and pass over to set up the Dolores Cannon QHHT Academy to Mm. really bring in this work more so we could all do do this method and this technique that she just perfected Um, so now Julia Cannon her daughter just amazingly carries on that work and really keeps it pure, keeps Mm. it to that technique. When something's just perfectly put out, then 
why change it you know it's, mm. it's amazing and of course every practitioner has their own personality and unique way of doing things but we're, we're sticking to I guess kind of like a formula <laughs> I, I sort of thought at the, the beginning of it it's like how can you formalize something that is just so quantum like mm. but <laughs> there is just that three-step progress of you know the the conversation to start which which is so important and then mm. doing the hypnosis and then the after session mm. the debrief and then they're listening to that mm. recording so she's just making me feel as if we need to go and read a lot more of nostradamus's work okay okay mm-hmm. so um, maybe that's something thrown in along with her books as well yeah. i feel like you know there's a lot of golden nuggets that mm. haven't actually been unearthed mm. just yet within that work that she did that's so, interesting because those yeah. are the books that I haven't really looked at much okay. yet. Well, work. that's a message yeah. for me and you and <laughs> yeah. definitely for all of us. So yeah. I feel like that's definitely what she's mm. bringing through yeah. is incredible. Yeah. It's ever evolving as well. As much as we stick to Dolores Cannon's method, you know, we have a, a worldwide forum of QHHT practitioners. So we are able to chat and ask and share our sessions with others and see, okay, is anyone else getting a lot of this lately or that? And sort of understand what, what is shifting and changing with Mm-hmm. Within our um, earth consciousness, um, so that's wonderful. We can we share tips and tricks on how to do things, and with the level three practitioners, I think there's only about twelve of us, or maybe fourteen of us now mm-hmm. worldwide. Then um, they become like the mentors. So I'm hoping to step into that role this year and next year yes. of also being a mentor and start doing some more QHHT training around New Zealand and Australia mm. and this side of the world. She says you will. Ah, yes, thank you. <laughs> I feel it. And, yeah, I've expressed my my um, want and need to really mm. do the group training with Julia. <laughs> Probably OTT with that. She's like, yes, I know you want to train and you will. So, she says you weren't quite ready yet, but yeah. yes. This is your time now. This is my time, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How yeah. amazing is it that Dolores popped in for a conversation yes. with us during this podcast? I'm so grateful. Oh, I love it. Um, I always call on Dolores, especially at the beginning with um, when I was doing my voice training, working on just getting that induction right and doing it justice. I was always calling mm. on Dolores and it almost felt like I was channeling her yeah. while I was doing yeah. it. And it really helped me so much Mm. to just feel that connection so I feel like she's with me in every session I do and just cheering us on Mm. and encouraging the work and if I ever get stuck with the SC I can drop the Dolores word and say oh I know you've done these things before (laughs) nothing is impossible for you you know when they're when they're not quite getting there mm. and then as soon as you say the Dolores used to do this and yeah. you're like oh okay well <laughs> you know so she's got a very amazing relationship with with source I feel like she's still very hands-on uh-huh. in terms of in spirit very hands-on um mm-hmm. she she kind of is a watcher so yeah. she's there, you know, looking, and especially even before we did our podcast mm-hmm. in the last week, I've really been feeling her energy. Uh-huh. So I feel like she's, mm-hmm. um, through everything that she's done, all of her work, QHHT, her students, her, the people, and, and obviously, you know, her beautiful daughter as well. Yeah. She feels, she's 
telling me that she's still very hands-on with mm. that so mm-hmm. that would definitely confirm what you've been feeling yeah mm. yeah oh my gosh yeah. that was amazing so, <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything else that you can tell us about qhht what's the message that you want to bring forth and you know what else is it that you want to share okay i guess it's it's letting everybody out there that's listening know like I've said before, that anybody can do this. Mm. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to be psychic and you don't have to be able to meditate for mm-hmm. years or anything or being on a spiritual journey. I get all sorts of people from all walks of life. There's not just one demographic that I reach out to. In fact, I don't really reach out to anyone. They find me. Mm-hmm. So you can find me through um, just looking on the Dolores Cannon or QHHT official website and it's got a list of practitioners there worldwide and you simply just put in your area or where you're willing to travel to and a list of practitioners will come up that are certified with, with the college. I mean, if you're feeling that pull to do it, go for mm-hmm. it. Um, see, YouTube has a lot of Dolores Cannon's videos talking about her book you know, mm. read one of her books so you sort of get more familiar with the process. My website has a whole lot of frequently asked questions on that. They answer it quite simply and so you get more comfortable with the process. It's got testimonials of some experiences that some of my other clients have had or what mm. they've got from it. Um, and what is your website? And my website is soul-logic.nz uh, so www.soul-logic. And honestly, I can say that, you know, I've experienced this and it's not scary <laughs> for anyone no. that thinks it's a scary session. No, it's not. It's the most beautiful, loving, peaceful experience. It's just because it's coming from you, mm. you know, and Deb is facilitating that. Mm. She's just facilitating and holding that space for you. And this session is always for your highest, highest, greatest good. Mm-hmm. So like mm. Deb said earlier on, nothing is going to happen that you cannot handle. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, during my session, I was floating and my arms were crossed and my energetic body, obviously, yes. my yeah. arms were crossed. And there were times where I felt like I was on fire, but mm. I wasn't on fire. I was mm. just so hot. And mm. even during all of that, I felt incredibly held. Yeah, and just such an amazing experience such an amazing experience so please feel free to experience it to find out for yourself Mm -hmm. and follow those whispers from your soul listen to what your soul is telling you Mm. you know you Mm. know you have that inner wisdom around what it is that you need to let go of Mm. or when you feel called to move and shift and move up and don't be afraid Mm. don't be afraid to Go and explore. Yeah. I'm just feeling really cool now also to talk about, um, maybe it's Dolores still coming through, <laughs> um, the importance of the after work as well. Um, we don't want people coming along thinking it's just a quick fix. They're just going to get something cleared and then that's it. Because mm. um, I have experienced that before and maybe I hadn't honed into them enough, although it was everywhere that I, I put about the aftercare of listening to your session and believing it and not doubting it. Um, the the SC will will heal when it's appropriate to heal and it will release and will bring in information when it needs to. I'll also ask for it to advise on other lifestyle things that may 
um, benefit this healing. And they will happily advise that in a very simply simple, loving way of something that is very attainable to do. But if the, if the client takes the healing and goes off, doesn't listen to the recording and doubts and just keeps going along about life in the same way that created this issue in the first place, like, for example, keeps abusing the body in a certain way with food or diet, not exercising, you know, just think simple things of nurturing our human body and um, or overworking, you know, letting himself get stressed out to the point, not taking that daily time to reflect. Just little things, little tips that come in. They're all very simple, attainable things to do. Mm-hmm. If the client doesn't listen and respect that advice that's coming through from source, from God, source energy, from their higher self, their mm-hmm. subconscious, and keeps going the same route then that illness or whatever it is, is just going to manifest. That message is going to come back again. Mm-hmm. It's not to punish, but it's to for you to learn that lesson again. It's like, okay, haven't learned that. We need to send this message through again. And this has happened a couple of times. Not a lot, because most people do go, wow, wow, I've got to listen to, to this and I'm going to take these steps. And that's how they can go about their journey and rise up. So that's I, I just came through that I really needed to express. It's not a quick fix. Yeah. This is the beginning mm-hmm. of the rest of your life, as <laughs> cheesy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. But it really is a beginning to opening up that door. And you've done this. You do the session. You get the healing. You get the understanding and the answers. The rest of the work is up to you. Absolutely. You don't keep yeah. going about your life, mm-hmm. overworking and stressing yourself mm-hmm. out and you know abusing the body in certain ways and think oh okay mm-hmm. I'm healed now I feel great I feel amazing I'm just going to go and do this 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 is this and and not actually take the lesson in because yeah. it will come back yeah and, and that is so yeah. true mm-hmm. from you know with any kind of healing or personal development work or anything that you do to help you move out of that resistance okay mm-hmm. you have to do the work mm-hmm. okay to be able mm-hmm. to really integrate it Dolores is just jumping in and she says do you have a question for me so do you have any questions for her she's for asking Dolores. you um whether you have a question for her so oh, gosh my question and quite often the subconscious will say do you have a question <laughs> <laughs> And I'm always stumped by that. No, it, actually, it's not quite often. It's, it happens very few, but it did happen last week with the session. I was just like, oh, oh, me? Oh, you want, you want me to ask a question? <laughs> but the question is, Dolores, what else and where else do we take this work of QHHT in New Zealand? Because I want to spread it far and wide within New Zealand because the energy of this country is huge and what's really close to my heart is that we're losing a lot of our men and teenagers to suicide and mm-hmm. those that really are just wanting to check out you know and I think gosh if only they they knew what the lesson their purpose of was for being here and mm-hmm. you know we might be able to help them mm-hmm. walk not alone anymore so what I'm getting from her is that you've just literally given yourself the answer (laughs) um, by just showing up in a way. It's not necessarily that QHHT will be the first step for them. Mm -hmm. You, you, we need to, or not you, but we need to be more visible in the, she calls it an arena. Okay. We need to be more visible in the arena 
to be able to plant those little seeds for the people then to be able to come for QHHT. Yeah, right? so they're ready for it and they yes. believe in it. Yeah. Um, sure. She says a lot more yeah. work needs to be done before, um, you know, especially for some people mm. before they'll be ready to receive mm-hmm. this yeah. because it is at such a higher vibrational level at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. She makes me feel that everything is going as planned, right? That everything is is um, going exactly as it's supposed to be. However, it ne- we need to be much more vis- much more visible than what we are mm-hmm. in terms of how we. Um, and she's talking about community work. Yeah. She makes me want to. So she's talking about the suicide stuff as well. Yes. I'm just listening to what she's saying. Mm. Those people weren't necessarily ready to receive the energy. Yeah. Okay, so um, these people that are leaving through suicide, mm-hmm. and this is very interesting, Yeah. are not at a level to receive this energy. Mm-hmm. So mm. it's not for us to worry about it. It's for us to help the people that we can help. And that platform is such that she wants us to, or not she wants us, but where we need to be is to be visible in the arena. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't be afraid, mm. she says. Don't mm. be afraid. Yeah, It's time. Mm-hmm. But everything is happening as it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. She's definitely not giving away too much. <laughs> I feel like she wants us yeah. to figure yeah. it out along yes. the way yeah Dolores always um, said about when she was getting a lot of the information herself mm. how the subconscious or source would bring through little bits of information at a time you know and she always said it, it's like they'd say it's like feeding a baby you don't give a baby a steak you know mm. it's hard for them to, to digest you just give them mushy food to start with and slowly mm. slowly start building it up mm. um and just when she thought she had all the answers or knew everything, there couldn't possibly be any more than there's a whole lot of information, yeah. new information would come through yeah. totally out of the gate and, well, mm. that would create, you know, what she would think was just one book ends up being five books of yeah. convoluted universe, you know. So mm. um, I, I I really hold on to that lesson and her words from that is just knowing that I'm still such a baby in this game and that yeah. I'm, but I'm so eager and curious to learn yeah. and um, I'm learning through every single mm. session you know. and she definitely makes me feel like you know like I said this is just the tip of the iceberg but there is so much more excitement coming from her and I'm shown that she's got a team of people behind her mm-hmm. like like massive team yeah. of people behind her and that they're all working behind the scenes to be able to help us understand of um, how things are going to progress. But she'll be dropping little nuggets here and there, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not going to come all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, yeah, definitely how this is going to progress, I feel like the visibility in terms of how, like you said, you know, helping people seeing what QHHT is about, talking a lot more about it, sharing mm-hmm. more about it in, on this kind of platform yep. or even um, through community work. Mm. She definitely mm. is all about community, a yeah. lot about community. Yeah. So yeah. 
and Beautiful. she says only the people that will need it will find it mm. okay yeah. yeah and that's that's the way I've really rolled and I've, I've I feel like I've really had to step back from going and bombarding things with marketing I really don't do any marketing I, mm. I put out testimonials occasionally to share with others yeah. because if people want to find them they will if they're not ready for it they won't mm. you know otherwise they just find me through looking through Dolores's website and like, oh there's somebody in Auckland yeah. and I know that is a strong purpose for why I'm here now like we're just moving back to New Zealand after being away pretty much since I was 16 mm. coming back now and then but being back here in this country now and um, being at this level with QHHT that I can now spread it and mm. do community work. And I, I do do a, um, a Quantum Leaps uh, workshop that I'm hoping to do more around our communities, but I offer them at um, the different festivals that we have like Spirit Fest and Resolution and Sacred Earth and different things that are around that you'll see all the different festivals so I'm happy to offer those group website, mm. um, workshops and in those workshops you know we'll, they're designed to be fun um, where we'll go back into a past life you'll get the opportunity to meet your spirit guide and then we'll go into the future life like one two or three hundred years into the future and you know usually there's anywhere from 30 to 100 people at these workshops so mm. we're able then to have a beautiful big group discussion as to what people mm. experienced and saw through this that simple visualization yeah. workshop yeah. um so that's that's pretty cool so if anyone sees me around at the festivals and they can get to the quantum leaps website um same website <laughs> workshop then please come along um you won't regret it it really opens up the doors to a whole new perspective of things mm. yeah when you just said website she said well where is the website <laughs> so maybe there is something in it so <laughs> okay yeah where is the website mm. Um, we're also doing doing more retreats now, so we can have a whole weekend of sort of um, not just based around around QHHT, but around all all sorts of multi-dimensional works. Mm -hmm. Whether it's yo with yoga and Ayurveda, and with uh, medical herbalism, and with breath works, holotropic breathing, mm -hmm. shamanic cacao ceremonies. Um, and of course the Quantum Leaps website uh, oh there it goes again <laughs> workshop okay I need to bring in a website okay got it um, well we are working on a ritual and remedy retreats website so um, there'll be more information on that and that's yeah. you know at the moment it's, it's just for women but we hope to spread it out to, mm. to men as well once we get another strong yeah. space holding men <laughs> yeah. oh it's exciting times mm -hmm. very exciting times yeah I think you know um gosh we've spoken a lot about QHHT we've had Dolores jump in and <laughs> yeah. you know you heard some beautiful stories about um amazing things healing happening for people during this session and I'm just so so grateful to have met you mm. along this beautiful spiritual journey and I totally believe that we have contracts in place yes, before we come here and sure. that we come here <laughs> and we contract that we will meet each other here and there's yeah. always a reason for that to happen. So if you meet someone and they are pushing you and they are making you think in a different way, thank them. <laughs> thank them because they are your biggest teachers and yeah. um, you mm. normally get that support 
we were talking about it earlier and mm. you get that support when you ask for it so you know yeah there's so many amazing beautiful things that is happening in the universe behind the scenes that mm -hmm. we are not even privy to we don't understand mm. our human mind cannot comprehend it but mm. know that we are always guided you are always guided and you have your guides with you and mm. all you have to do is ask for their help yeah. right yeah. ask for their help and mm. deb i am Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Oh, it was so interesting. Such an honor it's, to speak to you. Yeah, <laughs> it was really yeah, fun. And um, yeah. I'm excited for what's to come mm. QHHT mm -hmm. and for, you know, so much more work for healers and light workers and things like that that's going to be happening. And I feel like that's the sense that Dolores wants to give us of this. We don't have to be afraid. We have to be excited about what's yeah. coming. Yeah. And yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And I thank you, Natalie, for really coming to me for QHHT, you know, because mm. um, I would love to help practitioners that are doing other work to access this information too, mm. that sometimes they just need a little bit of more questioning, questioning, questioning for it to mm. come through and again get that clarity, you know, because even light workers, even very intuitive people still doubt themselves occasionally yeah. so just getting that clarity of mind mm. to come through and so to be humble mm. enough to accept that support like yeah. you said so you can fulfill the work that yeah. you you're called to do here and that's d mm. definitely been in my session that yeah. I experienced with you has definitely um been that for me mm. you know it has helped me to understand like I said and to just open up a whole new different can of worms <laughs> where I have more questions than I've ever had before <laughs> yeah. but mm. you know it's it's a journey yes. it's a journey of yeah. evolvement of like taking a step up and then two steps mm. back and we're an onion that just have so many multi-dimensional different levels and layers to ourselves yeah. and yeah. yeah we have to continue to be curious mm -hmm. yeah, yeah keep being curious it yeah. is it's exciting times and it's all changing so rapidly mm. and gosh oh. who knows where we'll be in 20 years time from now you mm. know looking <laughs> back at this and oh. <laughs> absolutely well thank mm. you so much for coming on the podcast mm. today it's been an absolute pleasure and if you ever get the opportunity or just go and check out deb's website so just to remind you soul-logic.nz yeah and um, she's got plenty of information on there about QHHT. And also, you know, if you've got any questions, just get in touch with her. She's a beautiful soul and very open to answering questions and everything. Yeah. And um, I hope you all have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And um, all the best until we speak again next time. Mm. Much love. Quantum love. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.